Tough and accountable. Smart, tough, and accountable. Those were the three words. That is the mantra spoken by Kevin Stefanski for the image he wanted of this football team when he took it over. Two and a half years ago, are the Browns smart? Are they tough? And uh, are they accountable? I don't know how you make an argument for any of the three. Cleveland Browns fall to the Miami Dolphins today in Miami. 39 to 17. Hi, everybody. I'm Dan. I am your host for this LOTL postgame show. Uh, week number 10 edition. Browns are 3 and 6. The Browns are 5 and 11 in their last 16, in case you need them. What is there to say? This team stinks. Just flat out stinks. 39 to 17. You lost by 3 touchdowns in an NFL game. Three and six is your record. Through nine games. You have eight games left. Three and six is your record. And it's to the point where now Deshaun Watson being back really doesn't mean anything because the season's over. You're not making the playoffs. You're certainly not being a wild card. You have five AFC losses. Five. You're going to lose the tiebreaker to every single team you go up against pretty much to get a wild card in a tiebreaker scenario. We're we're two and one in the AFC North. We are one and five outside of it. This team is an embarrassment. And it's the players. It's the coaches. It's the head coach. It's the general manager. And everything starts from the top. It's the owners. I mean, what, what is there to be positive about? Give me one thing. Nothing. The team quit today. More so because Miami made them quit. I mean, they got sunned by the Miami Dolphins today. Absolutely abysmal. The effort, the execution, the passion... None of it was there. Aside from a sweet spin move 35-yard Nick Chubb touchdown run. 
but you were down by 21 points when it happened, so does it really even matter? No, it doesn't. This team stinks at all and every level. There's nothing to be positive about. Nothing. We have one of the best offensive lines in football. They got utterly destroyed today. Not a good day for the uh, the Jed Wills fan club out there. And I could argue Jack Conklin even had a worse game. The defensive line. Oh, my God. I mean, you're giving up nine yards of carry, essentially, pretty much, to the Miami Dolphins. Basically. Well, six, but who cares? I mean, Jeff Wilson, guy that just got in a trade. 17 carries, 119 yards, and a touchdown. Raheem Mostert, 8 carries, 66 yards. I mean, Tua, only 7 incompletions. Had a quarterback rating of 135 today. I mean, playing against the Browns is literally the the path of least resistance. And I'm so sick, and I know they have to do it. I'm so sick of opposing uh, coaches saying during the week, oh, the Browns, yeah, they're so they're so talented. You know, it's going to be a really tough game. Really, are you really feeling that? Is that really how you feel, Mike McDaniel? That's what he said during the week. I mean, this team stinks. Stinks on ice, man. Deshaun Watson ain't going to fix that defense, folks. And there's a very good chance that the Browns are 3 and 8 by the time he comes back. 3 and 8. Listen, I'm not saying that the coach is on the hot seat or should be fired, but I'm sorry. Uh he is not above criticism. I mean, this guy could this guy doesn't know how to manage a paper bag. They stink. The Browns stopped the Dolphins on fourth down with 2 minutes left get the ball back, and Miami still managed to score a touchdown before the end of the half. To not only get the ball back to start the third quarter and then run it right down your throat for another touchdown. The game and time management with this football team is an abstract disaster. Abject disaster. I can't even talk right now. I can't even use my English language. My vocabulary is just garbage. That's what this team does to me. It's Really, really bad. And I feel like I'm just saying it over and over again. And if you noticed, you're only hearing my voice. Uh, Steven, my co-host, is, I believe, traveling back from Charlotte uh, tonight. Uh, He finished his, I believe, 13th marathon yesterday. Congratulations to Steven. Uh I don't remember exactly the time he ran. It was like 340-something, I believe. So uh, congratulations to him. That's awesome. Uh, Another one in the books for him. Uh, So he is not on the show tonight. It is just me. So this is going to be a shorter shorter episode um, because I really don't have that much to say. Um, The season's over. And, I mean, you've lost five out of six games. The only reason why you won a game is because, for whatever reason, we can't lose to the the Bengals. I I don't know. That's it's an ex- unexplainable. But this team has got awful. And you know, usually when we're bad, we have a little bit of a silver lining because we're going to have a good draft pick to look forward to. No, we don't have that. That went away. And again, 
hey, starting next year, going to be great to have uh, a legit franchise quarterback. Uh, but the six games that Deshaun Watson are going to play this year are pretty much meaningless to me. I mean, obviously, it's going to be good for him to get back and play and get, knock the rust off and blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, whatever. I mean, you've got your best player on defense coming out in the postgame locker room, throwing the coaching staff under the bus. Uh, you know, like I said again, smart, tough, and accountable. Is this team tough? I mean, you saw it. I mean, they got thrown and ragdolled all over the field by the Miami Dolphins. And the Dolphins are good. Don't Don't, like... If the Browns were to lose this game today, that that wouldn't have been shocking. This isn't like us get, getting beat by, you know, somebody we hundred percent should have beaten. Um, so it's not that. It's the fact that we got utterly destroyed by the Miami Dolphins. But yeah, Miles Garrett taking shots at uh, coaching uh, staff, more than likely the defensive coaching staff uh, after the game. And then, you know, is this team accountable? Perry on Winfrey didn't even dress today. Didn't travel with the team. Or maybe did travel with the team. I don't know. Didn't dress. Uh, broke some sort of team rule and didn't play. And then he's tweeting, uh, you know, uh, weird things after the game. Uh, Grant Delpit apparently didn't start today because of some sort of team violation. And he missed one play. And then he played. Like, like, what are we doing here? Like, obviously, he did something enough to irk the coaches to want to sit him. But really, one play? I mean, really? Is that really going to, like, is is that really going to resonate throughout the locker room? Oh, man, if we do, you know, if we mess up, you know, we might miss a play here. Like, what are we doing? I don't know. I just... I don't know what to do, man. I don't know what to say. I got nothing. I have absolutely nothing. Three and six. Kevin Stefanski, you're three and six. You're five and 11 in your last 16 games. And I don't want to hear about uh, who you have had at quarterback because Brian Dable and... The New York Jets are seven and two. At least I believe they're seven and two. I believe they won today. They were playing the Houston Texans, so I'm sure they did. Uh, yeah. New York Jets are seven and two. Brian Dable. He has Danny Dimes as his quarterback. He's seven and two. He looks really good right now. Is Danny Dimes really that much better than Jacoby Brissett? No, but you're three and six. Wouldn't anybody in the league say that the Browns are a more talented team than the Jets or the Giants? Well, Jets too, but Giants? Yeah, everybody would. But for some reason, they're seven and two, and you're three and six. And you haven't had a tough schedule to start. You're just getting into the, the toughness of your schedule right now. The Jets game, the Chargers game, the Falcons game. You blew all three of those games. You should be 6-3 and three right now. But you're 3-6 and six for one reason or another. Again, not calling for the coach's job. Not saying that he necessarily is on the hot seat where 
uh, he needs to win X amount of games the rest of the year to keep his job. He's almost assuredly, probably more than likely, unless they just lose out, he's probably going to come back next year. I'm not saying that. But he's not above reproach. He's not above criticism. And he's flat out just not doing a good job this year. You can blame the defense all you want. And they're probably the number one reason why this team has stunk. But ultimately, Kevin, he's not the offensive coordinator. He's the head football coach. Just like what he says in his postgame press conferences, it's on him. It falls on him. It starts and ends with him. He's the football coach. If the defense stinks and the defensive coordinator is horrible, he should make a change. If he's not willing to do it, and this stuff keeps happening week after week after week, outside of last week, when, again, for whatever reason, this team plays inexplicably well against the Bengals. Ultimately, if you're not willing to make the change on the defensive side of the ball, it comes back on you. You're the guy that makes that decision. But man, where do we go from here? Oh, that's right. We have to go to Orchard Park in Buffalo, uh, who just played the Minnesota Vikings. And while the Bills lost, they essentially played the game of the year in the NFL. That's who you got next. Probably a very pissed off Buffalo Bills team next week on the road. Think we'll win that one? Hmm. Well, if you lost by 22 to the Miami Dolphins, does losing by 32 to the Buffalo Bills sound about right next week? I mean, this is where we're at. And then you got to play Tom Brady the next week. And while Brady and the Bucks haven't been certainly haven't been hot this season. Um, they seem to be hitting their stride a little bit. And I mean, you're going up against Tom Brady and the way that we've played this year. I mean, why should anybody have any expectation that we're going to win that game? So the Browns very well could be three and eight when Deshaun Watson gets back. Three and eight. Oh, man. What do we do? I don't know where we go from here. It's just not good. It's not good. I wish I could have Steve here to talk me off the ledge because... He's done so. And I know he would probably say, you know, the Miami Dolphins are very good, blah, blah, blah. And they are. And again, like I said, I was not I, – I in our picks this week, I picked against the Browns. I picked Miami to cover three and a half. But I'll tell you what, if the spread was 20, I wouldn't have picked Miami. But they would have covered 20. It's one thing to lose. It's another thing to get utterly destroyed like the Browns did today. They didn't do anything well. Nothing. Not one thing. Outside of, like every other week, it seems, when things are scripted, we go right down the field and score, like the first drive of the game. And then after that, all hell breaks loose. 
And I can't even, you know, a lot of times, you know, you give credit for Stefanski for, for uh, you know, scripting a good opening to the game. But he was assisted by the fact that Jerome Ford came back and returned the opening kick to midfield. So he only had to go 50 yards to score a touchdown. So, yeah, it was great. But then, oh, the game was lost with two minutes to go in the first half. Miami had the ball. We stopped them. We stopped them on fourth down. It was 10 to ten to 7 at that point, Miami. And you're thinking, okay, we got the ball. Two minutes left. Let's go down and score. Take the lead or tie the game. And then, you know, let's go in the locker room feeling good, and we'll come out and, you know, see what happens. But no. We have the ball back. We have the ball first and 10 at the two-minute warning in the first half. We didn't turn the ball over, and somehow Miami scored before halftime. That's how poorly this team is at managing the game. If you're not going to score, you sure as hell make sure there's not time left on the clock for Miami to go back down and score. We had the ball first and 10 with two minutes to go in the first half, and somehow Miami scored a touchdown before halftime, which made it 17-7, to and then they came out, got the ball back to start the third quarter, and then just went right down our throat. 24-7, ball game. It's over. Smart, tough, and accountable. I'll tell you what, man. Am I smart? No, probably not, because I continue to watch this crap. Am I tough and accountable? I'm tough because I keep coming back and watching this stuff. Man, mentally, I am tough. Sports, mentally tough. To continue to come back and watch and root for this nonsense. And I am accountable because I said that win, lose, or draw, unless something personal came up, we would be here for a post-game show every single week. I really did not want to do it today. You know, I had the out. Steve's not here. Steve's not available to be on the show. I asked a couple people to fill in for whatever reason. You know, they weren't able to do it. That's, you know, no fault to them. But I'm here by myself doing this because I am accountable. Is the team smart, tough, and accountable? You be the judge on that. So, well, I really don't have uh, that much to say. Uh, Let's go around the NFL here uh, quickly, and then we'll get out of here because I really don't want to be on here very much more. So, as we mentioned, the Browns uh, get absolutely walloped by the Dolphins, 39-17. Let's go through the rest of the games. Uh, Steelers beat the Saints today. 20-10, 20 to 10. They are now tied with the Browns for third place in the division. Browns technically ahead with the head-to-head win over them. Giants 24-16 over the Texans. Uh Giants moved to 7 and 2 like we like I talked about earlier. Houston with the worst record in the NFL, 1-7 and 1. Chiefs 27-17 over Jacksonville. Chiefs moved to 7 and 2. 
I believe that game was a nine and a half point spread. Uh, yes, it was. So that was barely covered by Steve and I. Uh, let's go back here. Jacksonville falls to three and seven. Uh, Titans seventeen, Broncos ten. The Titans are six and three, with a combination of Ryan Tannehill and Malik Willis as uh, their quarterback. Ryan Tannehill played today; he was back from injury. But seventeen ten over the Broncos. Broncos fall to three and six. They are very much in a similar position as the Browns, a team that was expected to do a lot better. They have their quarterback playing. Um, whether he's good or not is, uh, you know, left to be uh, decided. But uh, pretty shocking one for me today. The Lions go into Chicago and stun the Bears 31-30. to uh, Justin Fields, another huge day uh, running the football. Had 13 carries for 147 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, had a 67-yard touchdown run. So the Lions improved to 3-6. and six, Bears fall to 3-7. and seven. And then the game of the day, th- Vikings move to 8-1, 33. Buffalo, 30. They fall to 6-3. and three. That was in overtime. Just an insane, insane end to that game. If you didn't see the end of that game, go on YouTube and search the NFL highlights. Absolutely crazy. Uh, this morning in Germany, in Munich, uh, the Bucks get their second straight win. They win 21 to 16 over the Seahawks. Seahawks come back down to earth a little bit. They are six and four. Uh, Tampa Bay is five and five. And yeah. Games in progress. The Arizona Cardinals are up 17 to three at halftime over the LA Rams. Boy, the Rams, oof, yikes. Interesting, Colt McCoy started this game for the, for Arizona. I didn't realize that uh, Kyler Murray was injured. I don't know what happened. I'll have to check. Uh, Packers and Cowboys are tied at 14 at halftime. Uh, so that is that. Dak Prescott's thrown two interceptions in the first half. Uh, Green Bay trying to break a five-game losing streak. And then uh, the Jeff Saturday experiment is off to a positive start so far. Middle of the third quarter, it is 13-7 Indy over the Vegas Raiders. Boy, the Raiders are a huge disappointment this season. So that's where you have it. And then tonight we've got Chargers and 49ers, and then Monday night, commandos and eagles so that is where we stand on the week so far and i think that's going to do it uh i really don't want to talk about the browns anymore uh for today i appreciate you guys listening uh thanks a bunch um please give a shout out to steve on social media um he's at stiffs mcgee uh for completing another marathon and in his running career and journey and uh, you can follow me at Daniel J. Ford on uh, all platforms. You can follow the show at the LOTL podcast. And, yeah, I think that's going to do it for us. So Browns lose again, fall to 3-6 and six on the season. All hope is pretty much lost on this season. So, But we will continue to be here. 
Check us out. This week's episode will be a World Cup preview. And uh, look, really looking forward to that. I'm hoping to have a guest or two for that show. Still working that out. But uh, this week's show should be fun. So um, uh, normally I would stay for Steve and uh, for me. Uh, but it's just me. So for me, Dan, um, thanks for listening. Appreciate you guys as always. Thank you so much. It means the world. And uh, we'll catch you guys next week for a normal episode of LOTL. So see ya. Bye.